This is Rob Russell from Black Laces, and this week and this episode, we're going to be looking at black coaches in the NFL, interim coaches in the NFL, and of course, we always go back to the New York Giants. Uh, Today, in the news, the Carolina Panthers fired Matt Rule. He was 11-27. I repeat, 11-27 he got to coach a lot of games, and that's very unique to go 11-27 and 27 and still have a job 40 games in. But the Carolina Panthers fired their coach, and they hired Steve Wilkes, a black man from that area, to be the, I repeat, interim coach. It's a label that never seems to shed the black head coach. Emmett Thomas with the Falcons, Terry Rabisky, Eric Studsville, Mel Tucker, and now you can add Steve Wilkes to the list. That's five black head coaches that got the interim label. That label never comes off. I don't know how you can shed it and become a permanent head coach in this league if you're black. There have only been... 22 head coaches that were black in the NFL history. I'm not going to count Fritz Pollard. I'm starting with Art Shell. And out of those 22, five were interim coaches. You know what that means, and I know what that means. That means the week before Thanksgiving, two weeks before Christmas, Columbus Day weekend, your team is winless. And you have tried the assistant coaches like a Joe Judge, like a Ben McAdoo, and you've dipped into the college ranks. Nothing has worked for your franchise. It is a complete and utter catastrophe, dumpster fire. And now we're going to hire a black man. Can you save us? What an opportunity. You wait your whole life and you get the interim label that you cannot remove. It is very hard to get that interim label removed. No matter what you do, there's someone better on the horizon, whether it's a Sean Payton or a Bill Cower. They're waiting to take that job. Everyone, no one's going to want Steve Wilkes. Nobody, because it's a dumpster fire. These last 11 games, they're not going to look great. There's no way they'll look great. And you know something? If they are great, Steve Wilkes still won't get the job. He still won't get the job because we know that winning does not matter if you're black in the NFL. And why do I say that winning doesn't matter? Lovey Smith, Tony Dungy were 27-5 and in the 2006 Super Bowl. Those, that is the highest winning percentage of two coaches, two teams, the Bears and the Colts, ever to go play in the Super Bowl. You would think the NFL would have copycatted that. We've been told it's a copycat league. If you win, that will be repeated. The old 32 teams will want to repeat it. That was not repeated. Now let's just look at the facts. This is one of the best statistics in all of sports. Is it 61 home runs or 56, 57 game hitting streak by Joe DiMaggio? But the greatest stat is there's only been 16 black head coaches full-time. 16. Just think of that. 16. 
And many of them, as I said before, when they get hired, it is a complete and utter catastrophe. I'll call it, it's a Katrina. And four of those, four of those coaches, Mike Tomlin, Tony Dungy, Jimmy Caldwell, Lovey Smith, four have gone to the Super Bowl, taken a team to the Super Bowl. So in essence, if you hire a black man, you're going, you have a 25% chance of getting to the Super Bowl. It is not a theory, it's reality. It is an absolute reality. And the reason why it might be is because 70% of the locker room are black. And maybe, just maybe, the black coach can relate to the black player and get them to buy into the system. However, that wasn't copycatted. That's not copycatted. You don't hear people saying, well, that's a winning formula. Nope, they don't want any part of that. We hear all these white folks that are going to give you statistic, analytics, all the talk shows, all the programming you see in sports, everything you see is, is statistics. This is the best statistic you're ever going to hear. Four out of 16. I repeat, four out of 16, 25%. If you hire any other coach who's white, you're less than 5% chance of getting to the Super Bowl. So I would say that is absolutely incredible. It is winning. Blacks don't need affirmative action. They need to be judged on winning. Winning, winning, winning. If, is the NFL about winning? Lovey Smith, 27-5. and five. Now let's look at the New York Giants. Since Tom Coughlin left, they have, ha- they have hired the immortal Ben McAdoo, the immortal Steve Spagnoli, the immortal Joe Judge. I repeat, Joe Judge, a special teams coach with no discernible skills with the media, Pat Shermer, those four coaches. And then they just added Brian Dable. Brian Dable, an offensive coordinator, no head coaching experience. James Caldwell. Winning coach with the Colts, went to the Super Bowl. He was a, he's been available these last 10 years. The Giants could have hired him. Hmm, if he were white, they would have hired him because why? They've already, they already know the blueprint for winning. Tom Coughlin coached the Jaguars. He did pretty good there. Then his last couple of years, they were just okay. But he comes to the Giants, and he is an incredible coach. Two Super Bowls. I repeat, two Super Bowls speaks for for itself. It's winning. Tom Coughlin, that was the blueprint. Get a retired, uh, a retread coach second time around, if you may, and they become better coaches. And we've learned that uh, a Pete Carroll or Bill, Bill Belichick, their second time around, they're better. Andy Reid, a little bit better in Kansas City than in Philadelphia. The point is the Giants didn't want to go there. So they, they name Joe Judge and they named Ben McAdoo. Their resumes are skimpy, skimpy, skimpy as the bathing suit at a beach, skimpy. And uh, they chose to go with unproven, unproven offensive special team coaches, defensive coordinators over James Caldwell. James Caldwell won 36 games in Detroit. Let me know the next time. That, that somebody is coaching for 36 wins in Detroit. A complete and utter wreck. It's a train wreck. It's been that way for 50 years. Matt Patricia came in after him. Couldn't do anything. He won three games. Now they have Dan Campbell, uh, who might turn it around. He might. And, uh, but James Caldwell wasn't good enough. He went 9-7, and seven, gets to the playoffs. Hmm, pretty good. 
One year, I think he might have won 10 games. The point is, let me know when they're 36 and 28. And then you add that, that he went to the Super Bowl with the Colts. I would say he can coach in the NFL. Now you look at a Brian Dable. Brian Dable, offensive side of the ball. I think he'll be a good coach. It has nothing to do with his 4-1. and one. It is his track record of being a, a great OC. But in no world would you take them over Brian Flores, who has had three years coaching the Dolphins, beating Bill Belichick. You beat Bill Belichick, you probably got the golden ticket in coaching. However, that didn't happen to Brian Flores. He did not even get an interview. So the New York Giants, a marquee franchise, they've had the, some of the best coaches ever to be. The Tuna, Ali Sherman, Tom Coughlin, Dan Reeves, all pretty much Hall of Famers, and they pull out Joe Judge, Ben McAdoo. Why? Because a white man recommended them to the Myra family. There's no question that Bill Belichick gave them Joe Judge. Then... You look at uh, Brian Dable, uh, where you have that text message from Bill Belichick congratulating Brian Flores that he got the job. Brian Flores says, I haven't even had an interview. So they skirted the Rooney rule. It was a sham. And then they they made the decision that they're going to listen to Bill Belichick again, a white man. After he already gave you Joe Judge, he gave you the worst coach in Giants history, Joe Judge. Joe Judge could not deal with the media. He could not deal with the players. It's all on tape. And then you look at the product on the field and you say, how the heck was he picked over, let's say, an Eric Bieniemy, Super Bowl winning offensive coordinator, or Byron Leftwich with Tampa and Tom Brady. And you say, well, Tom Brady is the show in Tampa. Well, 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 is that another double standard? Josh McDaniels, got to coach the Denver Broncos after caught, uh, being the offensive coordinator with Tom Brady. No problem with that because it's about winning, and that's what it should be, the league. The NFL should be about winning, not the color of your skin. should be on merit. Then Josh McDaniels comes back 10 years later, and he gets the Las Vegas Raiders position, and they're 1-4, one 1-4. Four, one four. So he was a disaster in Denver. He's 1-4 now, although I think that Josh McDaniels is deserving. But in no world would you hire a Brian Dable over Brian Flores. No way, no how. Not with the proven track record. Not the New York Giants. If you are the owner of the Eskimo Argonauts, go ahead and hire an unproven coach. But not in the NFL, not a marquee team, one of the top five franchises historically, traditionally, whatever you have it, the New York Giants. The New York Giants know full well the blueprint for winning in the NFL. Tom Coughlin, Dan Reeves, to name two, and they went after Ben McAdoo. I repeat, Ben McAdoo and Joe Judge, two complete stiffs. They'll never be head coaches again. Joe Judge was asked... Uh, this year, in preseason, about whether he was the offensive coordinator or not with the New England Patriots. You listen to it. He was rough and gruff. And that's who the Giants hired, someone who had no media experience, zero. When Adam Gaze got fired from the Miami Dolphins, 
the New York Jets hired him. They knew he had, would cut his teeth uh, in the AFC East. They knew that he had some experiences in Miami. He would become a better coach. He did not. Second time around. The New York Giants, same market. Don't give Brian Flores, Brian Flores a shot at it. So this is Rob Russell. With black laces, I'm asking you to think outside your comfort box and just think. The New York Giants have had five chances in the last 10 years to hire a black coach. Winning does not matter. It does not matter if Brian Dable is the next coming of um, uh, Coach Walsh of the San Francisco 49ers or the next John Madden. It does not matter. It was on paper. Who's a better coach, Brian Flores or Brian Dable? Now, if the Giants had hired uh, the last 10 years, they had hired a, a black person, I could see this. But when you throw out Ben McAdoo over any black coach in America and you Pat Shermer, any black coach, any offensive coordinator, it's always the white man getting the benefit of the doubt. Does winning matter in the NFL? It does matter if you're a player. It does matter if you're an owner because you've got to have a billion dollars. You've won something. But to be a head coach in the NFL, you better hope your skin is not dark. You better hope it's not dark. And you better hope that you have a family connection to the league. Shanahan, Hackett, Groey, Belichick, Steve Belichick, Andy Reid's bloated son. You better hope because it's not based on merit. So I'm going to wrap it up. It's Rob Russell. The NFL needs a coach's combine. And the New York Giants are 0 for 5. That's a great statistic. Have a great day. And I'll see you on my next episode. And we'll again, we'll be going back to the Giants because this is an endless story.